No, Big D-Roy, he's back. We are, we are back, episode three, I believe, of season two. There we go. I'd <laughs> like to say season 12, give us a little... Um, There's lost episodes. How many seasons, or how many episodes are in a season? I guess that's the real question. Well, it depends on, that depends. I mean, if it's... If it could it's, be anywhere from like eight to like 20 or... or yeah, I'd say 20, unless you're like uh, Days of Our Life, and you know, now we're in season... 65 and like you know. Gilgan's Island had like 50 episodes with only two seasons or yeah. something like that. I'd say we, we've, we've pushed out a lot of episodes. I know you just hit a milestone with lost the lost uh, contents. You hit a milestone on your other podcast. You hit, hit the, the 100 mark. 100 mark. I would guess we're probably in the, I don't even know. I mean, we did one one a week for a couple of years. Yeah. I, we, we're, uh, I would say we we're, lost track. Yeah. We've done a lot. So, let me see what it's saying we've done. Oh, I like to always see what, what it's saying. I mean, this is with the, I don't know if this counts lost or not. So We're, we're back in the swing of things. Um, <clears throat> that's a problem when, when you're not doing this on a regular basis. You know, you forget about things that you've done. It's a problem we've done. We forgot more than we than we remember. And I've got some insider information. Not, not insider trading, not Martha Stewart type information, not, uh, you know, congressional what stocks to buy. Um, but I do got some information about our uh, 600 transaction, the new 1099K, because I know everybody's interested in that, D-Roy. Yeah, it's not even showing me. I'm, we're going to have to do a deep dive. So, so many episodes. Bring up 4122 4, is where I don't know what's going on. <clears throat> so many know. episodes, we, we can't even have all the memory for it, D-Roy. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to talk about taxes. I'm going to talk about your requirements. Um I was able to, unlike, you know, D-Roy, he's got some special invitations to uh, some backdoor meetings, some uh, hush-hush type uh, type things, right? Well, yeah, wear secret things and handshakes <laughs> and hand signals. and, and uh, Are we talking about the same place? I mean, they're similar. Okay. Um, so I, I was able to go to Washington, D.C. with uh, the National... Um, a society of enrolled agents. Like, so that's what I am. I'm an enrolled agent. Um, I do taxes. I do personal taxes. I focus on, you know, small businesses, which that's what um, eBay sellers are. You know, they, they've got their own stores, their own type of things. Um, one of the biggest hot topic, especially in our, our uh, you know, this kind of niche was the requirements for filing taxes. Now we talk about this all the time and I'm always on record. Um, if you make money, uh, especially digitally, you probably ought to be putting that on your tax return, right, D-Roy? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can probably like this isn't information. This isn't. This is me just saying this. This isn't the way to do it. If you're doing cash money transactions, you can probably skirt away with not being a hundred percent on board and have a better chance of pulling that off. If you're doing it digitally. There's always going to be a trail that shows exactly who gave you what, and uh, there's just an electronic paper trail. So, yes, and and that's what the the big who hob was. Go back into the first season several years ago. Um, I was all about Venmo's going to be, you know, those transactions are going to come up. The Zelle, you know, the government wants their money, and I understand. Like I said, that's what it's there for. I mean, we live in this country. Paying taxes is a part of it. Um, again, my job is to make sure that you, you comply 
with what you legally have to do, but also inform that there are write-offs that you can have to offset that money because it takes money to make money. And I think that's kind of what a lot of people think. They're like, I'm going to get one over on the government. Like, no, you're never going to get one over on them. It's eventually it's going to happen. It's going to catch up, but there are legal ways to offset tax liability because nobody likes paying taxes. Um, except I do, you, you know, I, I, I'd love to pay a million dollars in taxes because it means I made a lot of money. Yeah. if you look at it <laughs> certain ways, uh, it's, I don't know. I like driving on roads. I like, uh, knowing that like, uh, my house catches on fire, uh, firemen are going to come, police are going <laughs> to patrol the area. So I like some of the things that get funded by my taxpayer dollars, but I'm not saying <clears throat> take more of it. And, and that's funny that you say that because, you know, I've got some kids, my, my son's, learning quite a bit. Like I said, he went to Washington, D.C. with me. Um, There are literally hundreds of different type of taxes. And the taxes we're talking about are income taxes. Um, Roads, uh, fire, fire department, police department, those are paid for by your, uh, in Utah, they're at least paid by your real estate taxes. That's where their funding partially goes, plus when you buy things through your sales tax dollars. So, there's so many different kind of taxes, your, your gas taxes, your fuel taxes. So, I'm, I'm booing the, the sales tax. Well, that's a whole different area. But what we're All these social programs being funded. <laughs> Coming from the guy who, who leans so left, he hits California. That's where I see all my friends. <laughs> yes. Um, but income taxes, estate taxes, not estate, but state, because estate are different things. Isprite, Sprite, you know, sound very similar state, a state, um, income and state taxes are reported on your 1040 personal tax return. Um, now, some people have an S corporation, a partnership. There are some C corporations. No matter what, you got to file taxes, income taxes. And the big hubbub last year that everybody was screaming about was <clears throat> if you do anything over $600, you're going to get a 1099K, and it has to be reported on your income tax. <clears throat> that was a concern, and that was the freak out on everybody saying, I don't want the government knowing what I'm doing. Or, freak out, freak out, freak out. <clears throat> all these people that were you know, um, up in arms, and they're ready to get their pitchforks and throw the tea in, in, in the, uh, the, the harbor. harbor. Yeah. Um, I was selling it. Yeah, <laughs> yes, um, which we did went to the tea harbor. We did a little reenactment. Uh, that's another story. Um, but... That that the, the very last second, like the last, I think it was a December twenty seventh. They says, "Well, we don't quite have that implemented yet. We're not going to make that happen for twenty twenty two." Yeah, that was kind of the problem. Is they like uh, thought, "Oh, this is a lot more work, and we don't have enough people to do it <clears throat> as is." So, uh, the problem is, is when you put in the Venmo or the PayPal transactions, and somebody sells, uh, Adam goes to dinner. He's a generous man. He says, "I'll, I'll pick up the tab for everybody." And you guys just spend when we back what you owe. That could easily be over a $600 transaction if you have a big enough people and you're going to the right steakhouse. Or, or you know, I'm going to go buy some some Taylor Swift concert tickets for everybody. Uh, just send me what you owe me. $600 can add up pretty fast. Yeah. You, know, um, you sell a car, all those kinds of things. Things just cost more. Inflation is real. Um, you know, things that used to cost... Uh, you know, $100 are now $130. So, Oh, well, this was back a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just, is there's a lot lot of things that happen to increase that that minimum threshold of $600. You know, you're buying something for, for grandma or you're Venmoing money to your siblings for your phone bill, whatever. 
And that was my biggest sticking point is I had to worry about that because every taxpayer that I have, I mean, I'm guessing that, I mean, what do you think? 65, 75% of most people have a, some sort of a, a sharing money app. Oh, more than that. You know, maybe uh, more than that. I mean, even kids go babysitting and stuff like they have cash app or there's Venmo, there's Zelle. I mean, I, I think it's I, I'd say it's close to 80 percent, if not higher, would be my guess. So so what that the the repercussions Them of or that, somebody in their family. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The repercussions of that now is those are taxable transactions. And irregardless, if you think that you have a business, the government doesn't know that. All they know is they see money coming into this app. They get a 1099K saying you had, you know, 107 transactions for a total of, you know, $4,300, and they assume it's all income. So then you have to report that and have your expenses to offset that. And that was a question because how is that going to be reported? I mean, all that they gave us was a simple Schedule C like we've always had. There wasn't like a new line item saying, here's my money. This is money that we use to transfer for grandma's, you know, zinnias, whatever that item was. It was going to have to be reported just like, you know, an eBay store. Just like you'd sold yeah. an item for several hundred dollars. So so I'm kind of like, you know what, that sucks because that's a lot more work. I mean, doing a, a Schedule C business tax return, there's a lot to it, you know, and it it takes years to kind of, you know, dial in on, what item needs to be on what line so that, you know, you're not on that audit flag because that's the same thing. Algorithms are real, and the IRS uses them too, that if you have percentages that are out of whack, you know, if you have a 1099K that says, you know, $8,500, but then I have a line item saying $8,500 went to other people, it's not really income, that's 100%. So those are triggered. Like, you're going to get an audit that's going to come through the mail. And a lot of people... When you're doing an online business, I know, okay, this is eBay sales. This is where I went and bought things. This is where I sold it, garage, whatever. Yeah. A lot of people are going to come in. You're going to say, hey, what was this $600 for on your, uh, you know, on, on your Venmo? Yeah. I don't know. It, that's exactly I have no it. clue what that. I mean, that was clear back in uh, February. Yes. I, I, I have no clue. And, and that was my biggest concern, and that's what I was drafting letters to be able to send out to my clients emails as this deadline was coming to, to, you know, was coming to the head, I'm like, I got to be able to say this because n- now this is going to increase my, my tax, you know, appointment time by, you know, 15 to, to 30 minutes because I'm going to have to go through these line items and I'm going to have to have my clients come in prepared because it wasn't just the people who were selling. It was everybody. You were going to charge more money. I absolutely was. Yeah. I, I have to. I had to. It's going to take me more time. Yeah, inflate it on up. So, I mean, what what am I supposed to do? Work for free? Yeah. See that that's You're supposed to have your standard rates. <laughs> exactly. Well, the, my standard rate now increased because the government well, made it's taking it, you more money to do the job. Yeah, I, I'm just giving you a hard time, but yeah. Well, I but that's I what mean, I'm you saying. Is, compensate for that <laughs> extra fifteen to a half hour hour per person. The the trickle down effect is real because because you're trickling because this one you know transaction now makes it have to do all these other things, and um, so that was kind of the the big item. And like I said, the the IRS. The, the Congress <clears throat> last minute came out and says, we're not ready for it yet. We're going to push, kick the can until 2023, um, which we'll see, um, which they really don't know. Just so, getting close now. Yeah, I mean, we're getting close. We're to, halfway through the year yeah. plus. So 
I went to Washington, D.C., and um, I met in the congressional offices. Uh, I met with different senators, with congressmen. I met with everyone from, from our state. Um, Talk about me being on lists. Oh, yeah. You're I, pretty big time your <clears throat> own self. I know after that trip, I'm on some more lists. <laughs> um, I went and met with uh, all four of the offices of our, of our Congress representatives of the state of Utah. Um, I, I will say this. Uh, I only saw and met with one specifically. Um, I met with Chris Stewart, who is a representative of the second district of the state of Utah. Um, and two days later, literally two days later, he announced that he was resigning. Um, his wife has had some long-term health issues, so very understandable. So that's something that's on the docket here in the state. Well, she's been married to him long enough that that would give anyone some health care problems, yeah. my opinion. Anyone who's in Congress has got some issues. Um, Turns in the bucket. I will share one other funny story about this. Um, the, like, if you had never been to Washington, D.C., it's a really, really cool place. Um, and having the access that we did because we had appointments at all of these different offices, your guy, your guy Mitt Romney, had an appointment at his office. Um, I just went in there and said, don't you know who I am? Uh, no, I did not. Open the doors. Um, uh, different representatives for Nevada. Um, we had several appointments. So we were able to meet in lots of different offices. Um, and while we were there, you go under tunnels because they have like five different buildings. And based on your seniority, you get, you know, the, 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 the freshman hall. And then you move up to the other one. And it's then like you, a Harry Potter movie. Uh, yes. Or book. I don't know what that means, but yes. The Hogwarts. Uh, sure. And and the more important you are, you move into these other buildings. The, the Slytherins. The the bigger offices, the, uh, the uh the the grandier uh gold paved um you know roads to get to their offices. I'm running out of names to throw out here. <laughs> so while we were there, um I brought it up. That was actually the I want to say the number one item on our on our list for the three um basically items that we wanted to make uh the Congress offices, you know, know about, you know, like they, we didn't meet with them because th- their staffers know more about it. And, and they're the ones that kind of relay the information and they're not going to take the time to sit down with, you know, a constituent like me, unless they're running, you know, and they're at the parade in Nephi. Well, then it means law. Yeah. That, then it's important. But I will say, um, you know, like I said, out of all the representatives for, for our area, we have six between Senate and uh, Congress. Like I said, I met with Chris Stewart, Burgess Owens, like, he's a man of the people. Like, that guy is always out in Nephi. Um, D-Roy's shaking his head. That guy's been bankrupt more than me playing Monopoly. As is uh, several other people that serve in any congressional type uh, thing. But you ever wore a Super Bowl ring? I, I have not. I, I've not had a chance, but um, he meets with a lot That's of been people. been passed around more than uh, some, some ladies <laughs> at your high school. <laughs> high school ring, that... That's the best part. Derek and I can agree to disagree on a lot of things. The verge. Um, but unfortunately, like everything, I mean, there's only so many votes that happen. There's only, you know, there's only 100 votes in the Senate, and I think it's 425 in, in the House. And if I can, um, I don't know, help my message saying, you guys got to figure this out. Like, y- you don't know what you're doing. Like, y- you don't know the repercussions of saying $600 is the limit. Um, so one half of the room, uh, in, in, uh, in the house and the Senate wants to push it back up to 20,000, like it was in the past. The other ones want to dump it down to like $10,000 of transactions that happen in a year. 
We still don't know what's going to happen. Like I said, it's, we don't have it set in stone yet. Um, so that's kind of where we're at right now. I'm guessing it's going to probably meet in the middle and be ten to $15,000 will be the transactional limit. Uh, it was what, 20000 before? Yeah, it was 20000 before. If anything, I think you go higher. I mean, there's businesses, I don't know. I understand they want the taxable income and, and they're coming for more money because it's there. But uh, there's a big difference between somebody doing a business and somebody just, you know, passing money around between family. Um, I'd say twenty twenty five thousand. I know that won't be it, but that's kind of more of the sweet spot of, you know, when you're actually serious and getting uh, businesses up and going. <laughs> I could see going ten, but anywhere underneath that's really. I mean, <clears throat> you go and buy you a used Jetta or something like that. You're spending that kind of money and to have to keep tax records. To it just seems like a lot more red tape kind but, of work to work your way through. But so they don't care. Like they well, that's don't the care. problem. They don't care. And and that's what I was trying to to. I mean, I'm a man of the people. They need to think, like, to your average person, that's a headache. That's costing them more to do their taxes, so on and so forth. Adam gets richer, and so they get more votes or more more donations from you. I don't know how it all works. Here's but. A, and you just brought up a good point. Like, yes, I have to charge more, but here's the problem. My time is now gone. There's only one of me. Like I said, I, I only have so much time during tax season. So what happens is if my average time on a tax return now increases by 15 minutes, that means I got to push people out. And here's the other thing coming with that, though, is uh, they're always up for re-election. And they're always running against people. Say I run against you now, and my thing is, he made you have to pay more tax. Your yes. money's good. You're paying more. There's more taxes. You have to spend more to get your stuff done. If I get back there, I'm going to raise that limit. You know, it's going to be one of those uh, back and forth uh, pickleball matches. They used to say tennis, but pickleball's yeah, like more of it. a man, uh, common person sport, right? Yeah. With your charcuterie board. So if, if if I'm running against your boy Burgess or, or whoever, and I, that would be my one of my things is, hey, it's costing it's costing you more to do your taxes. It's a lot more. Now you got to remember what you did with all these transactions. Um, time and money. It's going to cost you time and time money. and money. Less less taxes is usually a good thing. Most most people like uh, paying less taxes unless it's going. I mean, if they're like this extra dollar is going to go feed the homeless or something. Nobody like okay. Yeah. But, you know, when you're getting into, you have to remember every transaction you made when you went in on a gift for grandma. It's it's and and to be honest, I, I you know I paid for these experiences. Like I paid to fly out there. I had to pay to be a part of this meeting. And and that's, I'm not going to lie, I, I was a little upset. Um, we were able to go into one of the senator's office and they gave us tickets to go to the actual Congress, like inside Congress where, um, you know, the inaugurate, not where the, um, what do you call it? The um, Congress, Senate? No, the Congress, when they do the once a year type thing, uh, the, the State of the Union address, we were in that same building and there was some hearings like they were going on and the Speaker of the House was in there and, the you know, all of the Democrats were on one side, all the Republicans are on another side. This was right when the debt ceiling was happening a couple of days before. And it was it was nasty. I mean, I mean, my 12 year old son was there and he's like, why don't they make like them sit together like a Democrat, every other a Republican, a Democrat, get to know each other, you know, and I was like, you know, that's that's coming from the genius of a 12 year old. Uh, but it was it was kind of a I'm not gonna it left a bad taste in my mouth. They were very uh, vocal, very disrespectful on all of them. Uh, and I'm not saying just the left or the right. I mean, 
the the interim temp speaker was there, the Marjorie Taylor Green. And oh, then, you were there that day. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was there that <laughs> old, day. Old three toe Margie. And and then Nancy <laughs> Pelosi was there, and she was ticked off, and then Chuck Schumer. And AOC. So that's and, when they were laughing when she was trying to get order, and they were laughing because she doesn't give the respect. I was, I was there. there that day. You should have picked up some souvenirs on that day. The problem is, is you couldn't take your cell phones. In. I do have my congressional tickets. Now that you say it, I have my passes. You can make sure it's the day where all that happened. You oh, I was there. That well, we, I mean, we, if you can get certified, we were in there, and you might be able to flip a dollar or two off. And that. the thing that was the most disrespectful is they were yelling back and forth and pass the bill, pass the bill, and and very very. You know, in a disrespectful, um, you know, and I, I don't get it, but that's what they do. After they were completed, and and you know, because they still had another item of business, they had the families from the Uvalde, Texas shooting. Um, uh, obviously, very horrible event that there were people killed, children killed in, in an elementary school. They had a moment of silence inside of the building, and these jack wagons are still like very disrespectively loud, talking, laughing while this is going on. And I'm thinking, you guys are so out of touch. You guys are unbelievably so high on the hog, you don't understand the regular common folk, that you can't even have the decency to have a moment of silence for these families. And and it really ticked me off, not going to lie. I was very upset at that moment. Yeah, I think uh, vote them all out. I, I understand <clears throat> there's probably things I don't see and I don't realize, and there's a lot of moving parts. I think there's a lot of waste. I think a lot of the money doesn't go. I mean, you just go to a local school board. I'm going to get off on a, on a thing here, but you go to a local uh, you know, school district, there's a lot of the money that doesn't go to the students. It's supposed to go. It comes from your tax dollars, guys making big salaries to go to meetings and put in curriculum that you may or may not agree with. I think uh, you get somebody like me and Adam or your 12-year-old kid or whoever, we might not agree 100% on everything, right? No. But we common working people. I think you go there and you just start from the top and structure it down. Like you're saying, sit by somebody else. You don't all just get to sit by the people that agree with you. Uh-huh. And then you have to get to know, hey, this guy's kind of a good guy. Oh, man, he's got a family. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have interests with him. Uh, maybe we'll go out and have a drink or, or something to eat after, afterwards or something. And you get to kind of know him. So, yeah, I might not 100% agree on what they're saying, but I don't 100% disagree there and you kind of work together. Oh, these people actually lost children at an elementary school? That should never happen. Yep. That's horrible. Moment of silence is the, the least that we can give them. Exactly. Uh, they've been through so much, but sitting up there, you know, laughing, joking, whatever, like, I mean, just common sense. It's just not there anymore. We've talked about it just personally. There's a lot of career politician type things. I don't like that. I don't think that's ever a great thing. Um, it shouldn't be a career. You shouldn't be becoming lobbyists and, and things afterwards and getting jobs based on uh, where you were voted and where you served. And, and, and I'm going to just jump in because that was my thing is while we were there, um, there was an invite to meet with uh, Jason Taylor, or Jason Smith. He's uh, on the Ways and Means Committee. He's from Idaho. I had to pay $1,000 to go eat breakfast with him. And I'm like, no way. Like, they wanted me to give to this super-packed fun, pay $1,000 to have breakfast. And that's when it, like, broke. I was very upset. I'm like, this guy shouldn't be, like, who are these people? Like, 
they're supposed to listen to me. Like I'm their constituent. They represent me. I shouldn't have to pay a thousand dollars. Pay to have a little FaceTime. And and I was really upset. That's when it really ticked me off. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Cause, and it was even for my group, like there were people that paid it because it's pay to play. Like they wanted to be able to talk with this person and whether he listened or not, who cares? But that's what, I'm glad you brought that up. That's what happened. I, and, and it is real. So whatever theories you may or may not have about Washington, D.C., I saw it firsthand. It is absolutely true. It is paid to play. If you want anything to get done, you gotta you got to come in with the dollar-dollar bill. And that's the problem. Even going back to our, our reselling of stuff, I know eBay's got uh, the same kind of things. They have lobbyists. They're trying to, you know, fight for uh, sales tax forever. Now it's this kind of thing and, and saying, hey, this is how it affects a guy selling T-shirts that can't work because he's on disability, you know, <laughs> like those kind of things. The, everything you're doing affects these people more yep. than you see. And uh, nobody's against, like, fair share and, and contributing, but there's obviously a whole lot that goes into all that. Uh, we try not to get too political. Um, but we will. But we will. We, we have, we, to. We have I mean, to. Uh But that's the same thing, like, when we met uh, John Curtis, right? Uh-huh. I was... Oh, oh I still have a pit in my stomach about that conversation. Like John Curtis is our representative in, in where we live here in the state of Utah. And I kind of went in uh, as a, one of Adam's guests. He came to talk to like the Chamber of Commerce or uh-huh. something like that in the area, and I obviously knows his crowd, and they're always fundraising and stuff. But some of the things he said and, and the jokes he was, I'm like, dude, you're out of touch. Like this, you know. We went and had our picture with him afterwards or whatever, and said hi. But I'm not gonna sit there and say, like. You know, I might have voted for you until you said whatever, you yeah. know, and I've went off on previous episodes and I think, and you know, a lot of people are that way. It, it gets down to even, you know, I mean, a little power sometimes goes to the person's mind and they think they're untouchable. I, I don't know, but it's sad that way. Uh, Adam's never got that way as big as he's got. And I appreciate him letting me come in his office and talk with him about things. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, ultimately they work for us, right? That's We're the people and... Uh, squeaky wheel gets the the oil. That's the other thing. I think you get uh, a lot of people on the left and a lot of people on the right. They're the squeaky wheels. Like you get crazy thoughts over here and you get crazier thoughts over there. Most of us are closer to the center. We yep. might lean a little one way or the other, but a majority of us are kind of on the same path. And we yeah. just want, you know, a good, a good life, good middle ground. We want to be, uh, I don't know if I can use this phrase or not, but I'm going to throw it out because I heard it the other day from a, from a, from a Hispanic person. Ooh, love it. He said that he was a middle-class Mexican. Love it. And uh, he might have lived in Mexico. I thought, you know, that's all we're, we're just trying to be middle-class people. Yep. And that's getting harder and harder to get to. It I, is. I mean, and that's that's the problem is that's where the economy and all that comes from, to where we're needing to sell online to make extra money or things to be able to pay bills and that kind of a thing. So, uh, I don't know. We all contribute to the economy. We're business owners, uh, whether you like it or not, if you're selling online you're paying your taxes, you should have somewhat of a voice or a representation because it does affect you. $600 and having to pay time for an accountant versus twenty five dollars to $20,000 is a big difference. Yeah, and, and realistically, if you want to get into it, like where I need to charge or where no one else needs, you're probably you know anywhere from $175 to $400 more to have your tax return prepared because of the complexity of what you need to do. So it's real. That it's it's real and it costs you money. Yeah, so uh, get involved a little bit. I mean, you don't have to go running for office if you want to. If you no, feel do, the need, do, do it. 
Anyone that listens to our show, you go run for office, and and I'll pay for you to play. I I will throw some money because that's just the way the game works. We'll uh, we'll help fund your campaign, and whether that's Adam Adam Beasley, Adam Adam You're dang right. If there's anyone here listening today, and you are running for any kind of office, whether that's a school board, a municipality. Uh, Parliament, whatever they have in New Zealand, and, and I will put money towards your campaign. That's the thing. You got to participate. Uh, you got to write letters. You got to send tweets. We're all mad about things, but if you don't voice your opinion, it really doesn't. I mean, even if you do, it sometimes it doesn't feel like it does any good. But you can't just sit around and, and watch the clouds pass and say, "I wish I'd have done this or that." Re- regret is the the biggest uh, poison of the world. So. D-Roy, that being said, I know we got in a big deep dive. I, you know, and I got a crab lunch to get to, Adam. Yeah, I know. D-Roy's got some, some high dollar falutin things to get to. So that being said, my friend, there are two things in life that are for certain, and that would be. Yeah, obviously, it's going to be death piles and taxes. Copy. 